Follow us on Twitter at Cross Atlantic Gaming. Yes, right, yeah. Risky, hit the music. Welcome to episode 123 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, as always, are my co-hosts, Chocolate Bear. Hello. And Moose. What's up, bruh? That was a short and sweet little intro you did there. Dude, yeah, you completely I, mailed that one in. So I knew what I wanted to say, and the words did not follow through. <laughs> Instead, we went with, hey, we've got a Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> follow us. Join us. I like it. How's your guys' week been? Good enough? I'm alive. That's uh, that that's is it. Where, that's where we're at at this point. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and you got some fresh threads on too, Bear. I, I'm rocking something from uh, where? This, where is it from? <laughs> Insert coin tease. Insert coin. Nice. Yeah. Insert coin tease for you audio listeners. It's a Jet Set Radio T-shirt. Bright it's, yellow. Yeah, bright, bright yellow. yellow. It, it really uh, shows out off his patch. His, <laughs> and I've uh, I've been good. It feels like we were just here, so another week, another week, another blur. Time's oh, flying by. It is. It's October on Thursday. That's mental. That's weird. I thought it was March when we went inside last. You know what's <laughs> weird? It's like, and this is gonna sound bad, but like, Christmas is right around the corner. Dude, oh, I have started the shopping already. Isn't that weird? No, oh get ahead of the mess, so then you're not sitting there. I don't Second even know. week of December, like, uh, do I really want to spend six hundred dollars on the eBay on this thing? <laughs> and, and the weird thing is, and I don't know how it's gonna work, but like, Black Friday being such a big thing over here, and just like it being a completely like just like an outlaw holiday where nobody follows any type yeah, of rules normally. Exactly. <laughs> like, what's gonna happen? People are just gonna be on top of each other inside of a Walmart at like three hundred percent capacity with COVID fist fights. Fist fights with masks on, you know, being classy uh, yes. still. That'll be the only difference is that mm-hmm. now it'll be herds of people just with masks on. And it seems Animinity. like everybody carries mace these days too, so. Perfect. Just oh, watch really? yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, a lot has happened since crazy, last week. <laughs> crazy times we live in. Huh? Hey, it's election year, you know. Everybody's true <sighs> colors come out. <laughs> true that. All right, fellas. Another week in gaming. What have we been getting into? Let's start... With Moose, he's playing an oldie but a goodie, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, buddy, it's it's a great game. I think it was Game of the Year, what 2016? The year it came out, I, yeah. Sixteen or seventeen? All I know is I got it for five dollars, like a few years ago. <laughs> Wait long enough, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I played it for what says forty something hours, which I, I think I have got a bone to pick with the uh, the game there because I started a new save thinking, you know. Okay, 40 hours in. I have no idea what's going on here. So um, I checked my game save earlier last week, and it said I was 96 hours into the game. So it what? must keep a timer going unless you, like, hard quit, kind of like the EA, uh, um, you know, the 10-hour the, trial timer. EA yeah. access, yeah. So it's just been playing itself for quite a bit this week. But, uh, yeah, that game is awesome. The Nemesis system is awesome. Um, the only thing that I wish I would have done is watch this tips and tricks video 
um, before I started the game. Ten because things I've, you wish you knew before yeah. you started Shadows of Mordor. Because <laughs> I've died to the same guy, like, probably, I don't know, five or six times. and now, So he's pretty much invincible now. <laughs> I was going to say, when they die, they just kind of, like, come back. Stronger. Stronger. And and like, yeah, with maybe some stitches. Right. No, they come back, and you can't even, like, get an attack on them. You can't jump over them because they'll throw you off. You can't use your little B button um, shock on them because it doesn't phase them. Like, I, I don't know how to even get to this guy to start hurting him. <laughs> They're getting smarter. Yeah, I, I may start the game over again. Who knows? Well, this was so this was their second game because you had Shadow of a. Uh, nope. um, Other way around. Oh, this was the first one? Yeah, Shadow of Mordor and then Shadow of War. Oh, Shadow of War. Oh, so this so was the actual like intro to the Nemesis system. This wasn't the, the huge second one. No. This is the first one. And okay. I've already killed two of the warlords. So, um, and that was probably within the first five hours of the game. So, um, if you kind of put your nose to the grinds or, you know, point your uh, arrow towards whatever the, the gold objectives are and yeah. focus on those, you can get through the game a little quicker. I'm probably about halfway through it at this point. I would say I finished the first one. I didn't get, I think, I don't know what happened with the second one. I think it was just they took something that was like the perfect size, which was like, big but not too big and then the second game it was just kind of like huge like yeah a couple hundred hours to do everything and that's when it was kind of like i want to say they evolved their nemesis system as well didn't they where Mm -hmm. i think even the underlings yeah the underlings were were fairly powerful yeah because i remember looking at that like at at the road it was literally like a chessboard where there was just like rows of rows right. of minions and then some like lieutenants and then generals or however it was laid out. Um, I mean, yeah, they definitely expanded it the first time. And I think I just remember not being as big of a fan of the second game as I was the first game. Cause the first game I, that was like a nonstop kind of thing. Once mm-hmm. I finally got into it, one of those types of games. Yeah. I think it was just too much of the same for the second game. Cause if I remember correctly, I bought both of these around the same time. And I bought one of the, I think, Assassin's Creed Origins. And playing those two at the same time is, you know, especially because the combat buttons are completely different. So, you know, the dodge roll is A for um, Shadow of Mordor. Which is weird. No, thank you. For every other game in the world. (laughs) Yep, makes sense. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, just getting the combat, you know, down was a little bit difficult. But it's it's a ton of fun. It's a great game. Um, It's just like. Any of those other melee combat games, Batman games, um, the new Assassin's Creed games, it's along those lines, and yeah. there's a ton of content, and if you love um, Lord of the Rings and have somehow missed this game, you got to get it. That's why I feel like the story was actually good. Not that I can remember it right. nowadays, but I remember it being like, like getting through it and being like, wow, that was actually a really good ending, and, and it left yeah. it kind of open-ended. So And uh, Schmeagel makes an appearance, too. He so. does, yes. So, yeah, I'd say if you haven't played this game, I don't know why, but check it out because it's real good. Yep. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the end of it, but uh, we shall see. It's a good. Was there a, I, guess, I didn't ask this before. Was there a reason that you started playing this? Or are you just kind of like browsing through your games? Yeah, like, dude, just sure. going through the library. And it's like, I haven't touched this thing in a while because, you know, I was kind of trying to scratch that Assassin's Creed itch that I have, won't have till Valhalla comes out. So this is kind of right up that alley. That's right. We were talking about, uh, I think it was Mere Designations today right. in Discord. He was asking if he should start Origins, Odyssey, or uh, Kakarot, Kakarot yeah. how, whatever, however that's pronounced, the Dragon Ball yeah. Z game. And I'm we told him big. to throw that one in the trash can and light it on fire. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind of like, well, don't play that one. Uh, play one of the other two. And I've been wanting because oh, I know you love Odyssey to yeah. pieces, and I loved Origins. Um, so I want to play Odyssey. And but I keep saying that, but it's getting so close to Valhalla now yeah. that I've been putting it off so long that it's like, uh, now we Dude, have to wait. I bet if you mainline the story, you could probably finish it in like 60 hours. I, oh. <laughs> I was hoping that number was going to come out way short. <laughs> like six 20 hours. hours no, no, I don't think so. You could probably watch all the YouTube cutscenes in about six hours. Yeah. I don't, well, it also seems like, like with origins i feel like i did a ton of the side content and a lot of it was actually really good in that game so i'm assuming it's even better in odyssey and it's oh, not yeah. something i would want to miss like they're approaching like i don't want to offend anyone but approaching approaching like witcher 3 side quests um in odyssey if i remember you saying that correctly that they're actually like really good so yeah. I, it's not a game i want to just mainline it's a game i do want to sit down and actually I don't know. Just go through it all. Go through the whole thing. Just in, take in everything that it has to uh, offer. But so this, I'm looking at how long to be. It's 42 hours in the main story, and then uh, main plus extras is 80, and then completionist is 130. That's so, ridiculous. So maybe like 60-ish somewhere. If I yeah, I would think. Pick, well, you know, if you don't choose, die ever, chose. then it'll take you 40 hours. Oh, see, chaotic and chase. <laughs> Wash your mouth out with soap. I knew I was going to offend somebody with my Witcher three comments. <laughs> <laughs> of course, chaotic was in chat. Um, but yeah, all right, cool. Shadow of Mordor. Uh, I remember it being great, and you're enjoying it now. So yeah, right. if you haven't played it, and like you said, if you're uh, well, if you're a fan of that type of combat, which mm-hmm. I think is some of the most fun like third person combat you can play. Yep. Uh, or like you said, Lord of the Rings. If you are fans of the series and you haven't played it. Definitely yeah, because this is kind of like a side story yeah. to the the Lord of the Rings tales. Yeah, and Gollum shows up, so yep. <laughs> you know it's tied in somehow. Um, all right, cool. Um, well, we can go to another game that's been out a little while uh, that I'm playing now. Well, it's probably like four years, five years. Uh, I'm playing No Man's Sky. Um, Did they, they had a new update again? Is that right? Yeah, and that's, that's kind of what made me dive back in. They just released a update called origins i want to say yeah origins. Right. um and it fundamentally kind of re did remade the game it wasn't like an added content it wasn't added content where it was like hey you there's this new feature now what they did was went into every old planet and added a ton of new planets uh with different weather patterns now different geography like there's super high peaks and super little valleys now which the whole game's procedurally generated so before you kind of yes every planet was going to be kind of different but if you visited enough it was kind of just maybe it felt like different colors and whatnot but that you could have totally just been going across the same planet over and over um with this update it added new planets but it also like i said expanded on some of the old ones by adding new flora new fauna um the storms which i'll talk about in a minute um but one huge thing is just these like mountains and valleys in some of these new planets it just it breathes a whole new life i want to say into these planets and you can also run into solar systems now that have multiple stars uh up to three now so that kind of just it looks awesome and the game itself has always looked great um Mm -hmm. and we're, we're going on four years now um Looks a lot more brighter and vibrant. Those uh, those colors in those trailers that are dropping now. Yeah, for sure. Um, but 
yeah, so they they went across the whole entire place, the whole entire uh, gal or solar system, I guess, um, or universe, I should say. Uh, and they added, like I said, peaks and valleys to make everything look kind of different. They added the storms, which I can talk about now. There's on certain planets you can run into gravity storms, which are a ton of fun. The first one I ran into, you get uh, a warning that a gravity storm is incoming, and then your jumps and your jetpacks and that stuff it's just all way floatier which is kind of cool and everything kind of has like a weird purple hint and there's weird like particle particle effects all around it's just it's a beautiful game when it comes to that but they also added things like uh and these are rare i haven't run into one yet but they have like lightning storms and even tornadoes can drop down um it's just a bunch of new stuff that adds variation to the game so at a core level they just wanted to change uh the actual planets you were on. So they didn't add a ton of other stuff. Uh, they did add some new giant structures that you can go inside and check out. Uh, the weather, like I said. Um, I feel like there's some other things too. But I started a new save because why not, I guess. Um, <laughs> is this <laughs> how, what number is that for you? I, I mean, I think it's only... It's, uh, it's probably three because I did one on Xbox, one on PC. Uh, okay. and now I'm back playing on Xbox right now. But... I wanted to do that because I knew that it would spawn me in on some of the new planets or maybe a new solar system so I could see more of this stuff. But when you start going through the menus and stuff and seeing some of these options, because I hadn't played in so long, I've missed so much of this game. Like, you used to, when I first started playing it way back four years ago now, uh, and, like, the first planet you're on, you're walking around and you might see something off in the distance. The only way you could get there quickly was, like, getting in your ship uh, and flying the... 300 meters over there because just running is too long but then you're wasting your your fuel and whatnot so they now have like mech suits and rovers and like a motorcycle kind of thing essentially uh, i haven't been able to build any of that or build any of that but i don't know the game has changed so much and the craziest thing is is that there's no type of microtransactions in this game whatsoever like hello games is just going off the success of copies sold which i think is nuts they just have such faith in their updates and whatnot that it will bring new players in that they've never charged for dlc they've never had uh microtransactions like i said you pay for this thing once up front and then they're dropping updates i mean i think it's quarterly maybe and then they have one big one this is like 3.0 so this is the big one for this year um and it definitely changes it up you'll you'll see a lot if you're somebody that had been playing for a long time i think this really opens up um some variety um, right. just just overall at a base level which is which is awesome yeah what i'm looking at here i'm looking at the looks like the update website and essentially it looks like you know the old game was like you know the cake and everything this is all just kind of like the icing and the decorations on top to just make the game what it needs to be right yeah i'd say that's a, a fair analogy for sure and they've had a big helping hand haven't they for microsoft studios didn't they? That was it. Was it a year ago? That no, two years ago. I think it wasn't. No Man's Sky dead in the water, and then all of a sudden he came on uh, one of the inside Xbox shows and started talking about how it came to Game Pass, and then there was a little bit more, and this content has just been rolling it. That I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I'm sure Game Pass helped them a ton, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's probably how they made a good chunk of money too, is with that contract with Microsoft. Because obviously mm-hmm. it's it's game sold and then whatever contract they drew up with Microsoft and that's really about it. 
But, it's in um, Game Pass now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Sean Murray, the guy that made the game, he did a little explanation video about this update, and he was saying how this past January was the best January they've had. Like, they just keep gaining players uh, year over year, which is crazy. Um, so their concurrent numbers have been really high uh, this year, and I don't. it seems to be doing well. And it's also a small team too so you got to think about however many they sell if they're only i think they're up to like 40 people but when the game came out it was maybe like 20 uh and the success it had at launch even being a kind of a bland game in my opinion with no real multiplayer options and whatnot mm-hmm. um they still made a ton of money then and now they just continue to uh succeed off of their base game without charging for anything it's i don't know it's kind of crazy and if you haven't played in a while or interested at all um it's a good time to hop in with this update especially i mean as a new player it's just completely different than what we were served up uh at launch so that in itself makes it worth revisiting or visiting for the first time in my opinion cool but yeah it's good stuff space the final frontier um all right chocolate you're playing a game that i'm <laughs> You know, I'll just let you talk about it. <laughs> Super Punch Patrol. This is, uh, yep, this is the third game, game in the series four. of your gunman, Clive. Oh, uh, yes. Or more. made by the same guy, at least. I would say the art yep. style looks identical. Yes. Is this the, yeah. like, entire boss fight game? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's not. It's um, it, it's that kind of Streets of Rage style. Um, beat em up. beat em up yeah. Going across... Um, movement is up and down well really it's left to right but yeah you've got that small kind of pathway where you can move up and down um so i picked it up on the well i didn't pick it up he uh allowed me to review a copy of this which i i did on our twitch page uh, i think you have to go back a couple of weeks for the gameplay that i played um you're a cop going around cleaning up the streets it's um it literally I quite, just- When's he going to finish it? (laughs) I was just going to say it literally looks like Streets of Rage, but like the art style of Gunman Clive, like the pencil drawn. It's not, nothing's colored in. No, nothing's colored in. rough draft. Red blood is going to be done. There's only three colors of pen. Sorry, Charlie, (laughs) you can talk. The funniest thing about this was I was, um, I think it happened at the start of lockdown and he tweeted out a picture of kind of one of the characters and how they looked. Um, and then all of a sudden came out and went, oh, I might re- you know, revisit this uh, art style type game. Um, I wasn't too sure whether I was going to make it or not. Um, and then within lockdown, coded it, got it out, and pushed out a game. So you made a game in like two months? So that's so, why you didn't finish well, coloring it then. That well, yeah, possibly. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of those games that there's not much to it it's easy it's simple it there's no kind of thought there's a few kind of combos that you can throw in there um you've got three characters to choose from as you're going through the levels or level um and they all play differently believe it or not um i can't remember their names i'm not going to go through their names because god knows what they are (laughs) fair enough i don't i don't know if that's important no, to be fair, no, it's not. It's not all. <laughs> the best character is the smaller dude. Um, I think he's the first guy you play. He's a bit more nimble on his feet. 
Um, that's the guy you have to play with. Or there is the um, the other fella in there who's a big hench, massive guy. And when you go to attack people, that is like two punches, and he just wipes the floor with everyone. Just a little so bit slower. A little bit slower, yeah. So, you know, it's quite amusing that he's managed to do this. Um, having, you would say, a fairly basic art style. However, each character plays ever so differently. Uh, you've got the girl who's very quick, very uh, jumpy is the best word I can use for her. You know, she nimble. kind of flies around. Nimble, even better. Yeah, very nimble across the screens. But it, I like the guy. I like the games that he puts out. I know Moose hates them. It makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> hey, Moose, them, Moose is the only one that's not beat them. good games, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're okay. They're okay. If you just want to sit down for five minutes and, and break some baddies, it's it's worth playing. My, my only complaint with this game is... Uh, You've got that continue. You remember in the arcades where you'd have to put another quarter in or another 50 pence. Um, and you don't carry on from that part of the level. You have to start all the way again. So if you progress through to level four, for instance, you use all your continues, you get kind of another life, and that brings you all the way back to the start of the very beginning of the game, which is so frustrating. I've I have put it down a few times and save myself kind of bending my switch in half <laughs> but so it the whole game's only like 45 minutes long so you've got to get through it well yeah i would say the game's not that bad not that long at all it's just uh these guys are quite sneaky with their punches so as you're kind of rattling around and beat physically beating this guy up someone will just all of a sudden come in with a quick shot and your uh your health's down it's um it's frustrating <laughs> It's a frustrating game, but I've I've enjoyed what I've played with it for what it is, and it said it was two yeah. player co op too, so that's kind of that's kind of cool. Yep, you just need to have a friend at home to play with. <laughs> One of those kids has to be close enough to hit A and B, right? Yeah, I don't trust them. It also but, depends on what that does to the game. Like if it doubles the amount of bad guys on screen, oh, then you I pretty would... much just <laughs> double yeah, your workload. <laughs> when it makes the game just impossible to beat because you're playing with two people. Oh, Looking God. at the trailer, you drop. No, it doesn't. It's the same amount of same amount of bad guys. So I can't and imagine it scaling up. I hate to tell you this as a married dad. Um, those are the only friends you're going to have for the next <laughs> twenty to thirty years. So you might as no. well, you know, trust them or whatever you say. Oh. Rip. <laughs> no, can't do it. The, um, before we get too far, and I missed this in the stupid notes, and I will miss this forever, and I'm going to have to try again next week. Uh, I want to shout out Patreon member Tony, who subbed a couple episodes ago, and I keep forgetting to say it at the top of the show. Next week, I'm going to try one more time. If you guys see it, you got to stop me. But, Tony, thanks. We shouted <laughs> you out last week. If you didn't make yeah. it to the end of the show, you would have missed it. <laughs> I just had to say, I was looking over these, and I was like, yeah, we missed what something. What happened out. to when we used to crap all over our Patreon subscribers? That was like a perk. It yeah. was fun. <laughs> now we just don't even worst. mention them. Thanks <laughs> for giving us your money, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Back to the good oh. old days. Um, all right, cool. Super Punch Patrol, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like fun if you're if you're looking for a, a little beat-em-up game with a very yeah. particular... Art style. Art style. I promise there's better games on Game Pass. <laughs> Five dollars. That's all it's worth. Yeah, Game Pass is free. 
ish. Sounds yeah. good. Um, oh, what else we got? Uh, Moose, all right, you're next up again. Okay. Hades on the Switch, diving back in. What's Dude, going this on? might be the best roguelike ever. All right. This game is amazing. I, I would, yeah. I, I definitely have it, some merit. Yeah, I've made it to the third boss now. So he's like a, is it a, it's like the, the backwards of a centaur. So the bottom half is a human and the top half is a bull. And he's got this giant axe thing, and he beats the crap out of me with it. Just picturing that in my head, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound appealing, does it? <laughs> no. no, but this game is amazing. Um, I don't know. I can't put it down. It's basically all I've been playing. So it's uh, Yeah, Chocolate, Like I think I said this last time when Moose brought it up. You should definitely give this one a download and a uh, shot on the Switch, for sure. Yeah, I need to just break out my Switch. I, I, I take it out for a little bit, and then I put it back in. I... My wife might leave me alone if I play with my Switch. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> Just got to go hide. We got to get you a she shed for the backyard. You can go right. go play your Switch out in the she shed. <laughs> a she she or she shed, bear. <laughs> she said I could go in the she shed. Anyway, exactly. move on. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. Hades is, I want to, I think it's better than Dark Souls. Or not Dark Souls, but um, Dead Cells. I think it's better than Hollow Knight. Uh, it's, the only thing that's different about it is it's the uh, isometric angle. But, oh, man, I'm having so much fun with it. And um, I was reading on, <clears throat> I think it was Reddit, in order to get, like, the full story, you have to beat the game ten times. <laughs> I'm going to find it hard enough to beat it once. <laughs> right. So um, I've, I've also heard that it takes, like, uh, a good run. It takes about 30 minutes to get through. And my runs have been taking... About fifteen to twenty, so I'm thinking there might be like one or two levels above where I'm at right now. That's what that's always been my favorite part about these types of games. It's like when you get the perfect run and beat the game, it's very short. But the right. thirty hours you had to put in before that to get good and level <laughs> up enough, it's just it's crazy how quick it can be done. Right, and then like you can use your uh, darkness, I believe it is. That's what that uh, purple teardrop currency is. Yeah, and um. The first one, I believe, is like 200 darkness, and it, they're basically lives that you get. So once you die, you get resurrected, and I think the most I've had is like three in a round. So there are also like perks you can get from the different gods. is like adds one to this trip, or I actually got one right. one time that um, you got a revive every chamber, but it would only bring you back to 30% health. So you had basically so two lives in a trade-off, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's the the thing is they don't make you let you get super OP because there's usually a you know a downside to a lot of the benefits and uh, just a recommendation from me don't mess with chaos screw that god because um, you have to give up health to go visit them and then there's always stipulations like okay for the next three chambers you have to give up. Or every time you hit the attack button, which your two attacks are attack and special, every time you use your attack button, you lose three health. Blech. Yeah. But Hard then pass, once sir. you're done, then you gain like 12% health from every chamber of your, your max health. Or, you know what I mean? So like you, it's a it's a risk reward where if you think you can make it through without attacking in four chambers, then for the next five or six chambers, you'll have... Um, you know, if your your health is up to seven or two hundred, then you'll get twenty health from every chamber that you finish. A lot of risk reward, right? So I don't with yeah. chaos. Then I'm done with chaos. 
It never seems to work out in my favor. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, game's fantastic, though. And the whole, just like the Greek gods and stuff. Right. I, I and, love that. And the story, the voiceover work, um, the more you interact with these people, the more you die, the more the story unfolds. So, like, the more you, you get killed and go back to the Temple of Hades, the more people talk to you. You can give them gifts, which makes them want to give you certain perks that help you out in the game. Um, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> Don't you have your dad? Because your dad's Lucifer, correct? No, your dad is Hades. You are. Oh, your dad is Hades. You're yeah. Hades' son. Right. Okay. And, like, every time you come back, he just keeps telling you how. He's like, you're just dumb, boy. Yeah, he's like, you're garbage. You're never <laughs> you... going to be able to escape yeah. from here. Just puts you down every time you go back and fail a run. <laughs> and, then, and then he gets mad when you start beating some of the underworld bosses and all that stuff. So. <laughs> it's also, um, if you're on PC, that's what it was, uh, the Supergiant Collection right now, which is all of their games, is 47 bucks. That's all games plus wow. soundtracks. Uh, it's Hades in there. Yeah, so it's Hades, nice. Pyre, Transistor, uh, and Bastion. So all four of those games. Oh, I actually don't know if that's a great deal because no. I feel like I feel like you can pick up even like right now. Bastion's always seven dollars. Yeah, and I feel like I've even <laughs> seen it down at like five. Same thing right. with Transistor. I picked up both those games on Switch because they were dirt cheap, and I was like, how do I? Like, I don't even know if I'm gonna play this. I mm-hmm. just need to buy it because it's so cheap. Uh, and I mean, obviously they're an awesome studio. Those four games are all fantastic so. i think this is their best game by far so so they've uh, incorporated everything that they did in their last three or four games and yeah made the best roguelite i, I just think ever made oh, man bastion's so good just because of the voiceover right oh love that game which i mean continues on through all their games like even pyre had great storytelling and voiceover work they all they're all just they're all very very good games so yeah hades is kind of kind of feels next level it's uh, dope a next generation of super giant, if you will. Yeah. But. And, uh, everybody seems to agree. Metascore for, um, the professional reviews is a 92 and then the user score is 8.9. So yeah. nobody's even review bombing this game. What? Just a bunch <laughs> of pleasant people. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, yeah, chocolate play Hades. Yeah, I go. promise next week. All right. Here we go. We heard it. Mark it down. Mark it down on the bottom of the show notes next to our, New Year's resolutions that I'm quickly falling behind on. Um, all right. Well, you guys have anything else you want to talk about game-wise? Anything you played this week? I don't think so. That's about it. Yeah, same old, same old for me. My Black my gaming time seems to uh, get lesser and lesser, or I'm just too tired to play games by the time it's time for me to play games. So just Exhausted? Yeah. yeah. Um, I played a little bit of... Marvel again. The only time I'm really playing it at this point is when I'm sitting on the couch and I'm just like replaying some levels, just hacking and slashing from with XCloud, like from my phone. Nice. Um, so my Black Widow's almost up to like level 80, but it's it feels so far away still to be up at a uh, level cap. But I just assume that if there ever is like a raid or something, you're probably gonna have to be close to level cap. So I'd like to have somebody there just in case. <laughs> um, I did. Uh, I did put um, the ideal tablet for xcloud in my list in my in my christmas list Ooh. so it's the uh, samsung galaxy tab s5e is the one okay. that i've read is the best one um about 350 bucks or so i don't think you need a big memory because you literally just need it to stream right yeah you just 
you just need a browser as far as i know or an app store to download game pass that's really right that's really that's like the whole point of it is that even for uh once it's out on pc like people with not the greatest hardware in their their rigs are going to be able to stream game pass and mm-hmm. all you need is a decent internet connection and you're going to get um that quality so um which funny enough I was thinking this while I was playing a couple days ago because I have The Witcher 3, obviously, on every (laughs) platform imaginable. Uh, But I was thinking the quality difference between me playing through xCloud on my phone compared to the Switch version of the game, the xCloud version probably blows the Switch version of that game out of the water. Wouldn't you? Like, I, I haven't looked at it, but wouldn't you think so? Like with just the the streaming of an Xbox game to your phone, if you have a good enough connection, I feel like it's gonna be as smooth. Yeah. Maybe a little delayed, like with lag, uh, barely. But I just well, feel like it would look getting, a lot better. What 1080p over 720, so the resolution's gonna be better. Yeah, that in itself. So you're not dealing with 480p <laughs> at at 30 frames per second on the Switch. So right. And I mean, phones nowadays. I think my phone's probably almost the size of my Switch screen at this point. So pretty close close might have to give that a shot if i'm ever gonna finish that game before (laughs) (laughs) finish a game how how about that i finished avengers i rolled credits okay that's my one game of the year i'm proud of you for that one but that was last month (sighs) actually it wasn't that game came out on the fourth so we're starting a new game in two days next week i'm gonna be on your ass i like it i need somebody (laughs) to motivate me (laughs) okay so you're uh you're three games behind you've only done deliver us the moon life is strange 2 and avengers those are your three games you've done (sighs) proud of you you need three more all right folks we'll get there (laughs) someday all right start with odyssey (laughs) start with odyssey like it's the (laughs) easiest thing in the world You could literally not play any other games till January 1st and still not be done with that game. That's what I was just, this is another thing I was talking to Mir about uh, because I haven't finished a lot of games lately. It's like even when I do have time, I'm playing stuff like No Man's Sky where there is no ending. Or I'm playing Sea of Thieves where I can't ever get to an end. Or Avengers at this point where I already passed the end and now I'm still just playing it. Uh, I just need to focus on something that has an ending point and just go for it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Do it. All right. You guys good for uh good for what you've been playing this week then? You betcha. Yeah, buddy. All right. Uh let's quickly touch on the madness that's happening oh, man. inside of Game Pass Roulette. Nobody put a hot spike through Dan's Xbox, apparently. <laughs> uh the Dan Pod is a madman. Um so we're currently playing Demon's Tilt. It's a fun pinball game in Game Pass and was. You know, well, it used to be fun when I first downloaded it and thought I had a hope or a prayer of ever getting the top score. Um, yeah, it's a pinball game. If you want to uh, compete against everyone, um, you have to be playing on the X mode difficulty and then just send us a screenshot uh, through Discord or through uh, Twitter at CAG Podcast. Um, our current leader, he's back again. Jesus. Mr. Danpod, and we are... What a scary thing to say here, but we are closely approaching the one billion point mark. <laughs> yeah, we're creeping up the world record <laughs> ranks here, guys. Um, yeah, it, it's been a good race. Uh, I think Sir Moxala and Dan Pot are probably the only the only two people left in this. Or I think Ryan's still giving it a shot. He, he got up there with his scores. Okay, yeah. So the three of them. 
Uh, Mox had a real good score last week, and then Dan beat it by about 300,000. So 300 the, million. Or three, million. Oh, my God. Three, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Uh, 300 million. So the current score that you need to be 822 million, 498,833. Folks, Ouch. that is that is a high, high score. And if Dan this one wins this one, he's going to go into the uh, CAG Challenge Hall of Fame. And uh, yeah, we're going to our team. It's got to happen. I'm just going to put a plaque up on my wall behind me, and people will just be able to see it on the live shows. There you go. Um, so, yeah, uh, I told you guys what to do. You just got to you gotta knock Dan. I mean, realistically, all you have to do is beat one of the hosts to win the $10 pool that is right. b- back down. Er, it's 20 It's 20 because we botched last month. But we don't um, have to worry about it because as of uh, last um, show, Chocolate said he was paying it. So Good. Yeah, it was his month to uh, defend the pot, so. Yeah, I'm not touching it. I'm Ugh. gonna uh, <laughs> just like every other them. solution, right? Bear throw money. Yeah, at it. just throw. It. If you throw money at it, problems go away, no matter what happens. I mean, realistically, if this saved me like eight hours of having to play demons till <laughs> right, I'd probably That's twenty dollars well spent. <laughs> I would probably pay that twenty dollars at this point. Um, like, seriously, guys, it's twenty bucks. Yeah. Come on, somebody take them out. And the thing is, and you can ask Dan himself. A lot of this is luck. It's pinball. Obviously, right. there's some tilting, which that is a skill you can develop in this game. But other than that, sometimes you just can't get that ball to do what you want. And sometimes you hit the right things and hit multipli- multipliers. And then if you hit the right multiplier and every time you hit something else, you're just getting, like, millions of points. Like you, right. It can rack up quick. So it's don't don't be discouraged like we are. Somebody can beat him, I'm sure. <laughs> Ryan's a testament to that statement because his For scores sure. from first, second, and third like vary massively. It, I think he had yes. whatever his last score was. It was 300 million or whatever. Then his second score was only something daft like 50 million. So right. the yeah. jump was massive. However, Mox and by the looks of it, Danpod have been consistently going higher and higher yeah. and higher. And it's, yeah. Getting to unattainable levels for me. Yeah, yeah. scary levels. <laughs> like Moose said, world record levels. Yeah, they're, they're creeping up on the world record. The world um, leaderboards. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You've got till next week to smash this score. So, I'll say uh, only a week left, guys. Uh, you'll have up until the show on Monday. I would say get him in. I would anytime before the show starts. I'm gonna be cool with it. So just, yeah. just get him in. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's Game Pass Roulette. Um, I like these challenges uh, that people get involved with because I think it was the uh, Lonely yeah. Mountains downhill. You got up to like seventh in the world or something on that one, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I was up there for uh, for that for that very specific course on that very specific right. mode. But yes, yes, I was up there. Um, I, I like the competition, and then we have some that you know nobody wants to play, and Dan just wins it by himself. The the fishing game. Hey, I tried real hard on that one. I thought I was good. That's true. Oh, that like was a thirty five pound catfish. That's unheard of. It's just not. This is not good enough, baby. Um, <laughs> no. All right, you guys good with the. Uh, Touching yep. on that. Yeah. Right. Next up, let's get into some news. All right, Moose. What is going on in the news this week? Well, there was a ton of stuff. 
Um, I like let's, it. Let's start out with Dream Haven. Have you guys heard of this new studio? Uh, is this with the Blizzard folks? Yes, sir. Um, Mike Morhaime, I believe, was the old CEO at Blizzard. He stepped down in 2018, and he has kind of been uh, silently. Uh, working behind the scenes to create this new studio so um it says they'll create and publish original games for players around the world and they aim to empower creators to help bring their ideas to life to create original gaming experiences that foster meaningful connections between players so um i would say more along the lines of the stuff they were working on before but uh now it's some competition so it's, i think it's always good when you know some of the executives from other studios go out and start making their own things and you know le learn some tips and tricks and start making their own stuff because i think more competition brings better products yeah, yeah. and you, and you got to think once you separate yourself from a big company as well you're probably doing that because you have a vision or some type of restriction at your current place so right you, you gotta think that they're making what they want to be making now, which is which is always a good thing when people are passionate about what they're making. So I want to say he got didn't he get pushed? Wasn't it all of a sudden that Blizzard that happened? There yeah, was a well, few people that stepped down or had to step down. I think it was just as Mike Gibara went over. You started seeing a few people just leave and leave. Yeah, that very well could have been. I'm, I wasn't too familiar with this. Yeah. I knew he was from Blizzard. But. Reading down here further, um, a bunch of people from Blizzard have joined him. So Ben Thompson, who worked at uh, Hearthstone, Dustin Browder from StarCraft, uh, Jason Chase, uh, he was an executive producer um, at Moonshot, which I guess was like a sister, uh, a Heroes of the Storm director, uh, another StarCraft guy. So it looks like, you know, he kind of cherry-picked who he wanted from I would say that was some, some decent in-house talent right. that he managed to take with him when he walked out the door. Exactly. He made that Jerry Maguire speech and people actually got up and went with it. <laughs> what a movie. Who's coming with me? <laughs> to show me the money. I know, Bear. That's all you're about. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, I would say probably maybe next year look for something from them or not not until at least 2021. Yeah, and it might just be like a teaser CG right. trailer or something. Exactly. Or just a name. <laughs> Could be anything. But yeah, that's exciting though. Right. So yeah, Dreamhaven. Look forward to their uh, their stories coming out. Uh, up next, uh, Jeff Keighley came out and came made another announcement. This guy just kind of like took over games for the summer, didn't he? He just doesn't go away. Uh, yeah, and Even I mean... Even if he I... doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> it... Well... Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but no, I, I wouldn't have trusted this COVID summer of gaming with anyone else besides besides that's, him. He, he, know, he knows how to set it up. He's got the connections. Everybody's yep. always on board with whatever he's doing, it seems. So it works. But. And uh, just so that everybody doesn't book up their holiday party schedules, you know, with, um, with parties, he gave <laughs> you the date for uh, the Game Awards, which is going to be December 10th. So put that on your calendar two and a half months out. Woo! And then make sure you've got five hours of your yeah. night slated out for the then, longest 45 nah. minutes of your life. Just YouTube a recap video the next day. That's the thing. If you just get like the, con I mean, I'll watch it just because it's something to watch that whatever. But yeah, you can get the whole thing in like 45 minutes probably, if not less, 
just get just watch the trailers. But then you miss like the the Joseph Ferris stuff where he gets up on stage the, the, the and starts Oscars guy flipping everybody off. Yeah. <laughs> you might miss some of that. <laughs> um, you don't miss it because that's pretty much the only thing that got covered from that year's game awards wasn't it that's true I, I couldn't tell you who won that year i just remember that so yeah good point so yeah uh december 10th i guess you need to uh mark off that that whole evening for or just watch a recap the next day like i'll yep. do um this next update or this next um news thing is just for me uh, i probably won't even go play it but uh, man eater is getting a free update on series x and ps5 and this is what I told you. I said this is literally what I've been waiting for. This is this was it, Moose. Yeah, I, just, I needed the free upgrade so that I could play Man Eater. This game is awesome. So and it's short, I, and it's the story's good, and it you know it ties it up to a nice little ending. Got a thousand and, and gamer score on it. I, there you go, chocolate. <laughs> there's so many games though i'm i'm desperate to play it but i'm also like well if i play this one i'm no, gonna dude, miss don't out play this me. game it's actually good bear you only play shit games Hey-o. <laughs> um, yeah, mark that one bit. i was gonna say <laughs> this uh if this doesn't show up in your game of the year in your top five mm. what's wrong with me right i'm gonna call you a liar <laughs> <laughs> yeah no doubt. Well, although you do have Valhalla coming out and like a new Call of Duty and Cyberpunk, so I guess you still got some, some, some games coming out. And don't forget Animal Crossing. Oh man, yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for your year. your top two games to be Animal Crossing and Man Eater. I'm gonna be pumped. <laughs> and then everybody that's, unsubscribes from our channel. That's how, that's how you know it was a good year. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, um, Man Eater, free update. It's going to be 4K 60 frames. Wow. Ray Perfect. tracing, dual sense controller support, all that fun <laughs> stuff. All the best things. Yeah. But yeah, and you should be able to pick up that. Well, they'll probably try to charge you 60 or 70 bucks for it on the next platform. But if you see it on the Xbox um, store on sale, pick it up and just don't touch it. Until, That's a really good call when like Cyber right? Monday pops up or something. Yeah, and it's dude. like nine ninety nine. You might as yeah. well grab it and then get that free upgrade. No doubt, because it's definitely worth you know twenty hours of your time to play through that game. I had nothing but fun with it. Yeah, I feel like Rocker loved it too. And yeah, it's yeah, cool. So uh, up next, did you guys play Metal Gear Solid way back in the day on what the PlayStation? Oh yeah. What? Is Ladonian listening? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, uh, there's going to be a full remake on the P- PS5, and it's going to be an exclusive. <sighs> Woo! I guess some people are probably super excited. My first Metal Gear Solid and only Metal Gear Solid game was five, and I never played any of them. So, is this the one where you used to be able to hide in the uh, in the lockers, the p- and then as they walk past it, we go re? Uh, yeah, it, well, it wasn't the original thing that you you would hide in a box and move as the box. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I'm super out of my area of expertise here. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid, but uh, five was dope. So I'm yeah, sure I've these games are <laughs> games. I don't know. So. I feel like it's just one of those things that'll be tough to go back to even though it is a remake like you said or uh whatever they're yeah this is going to be a full remake so it's going to be think final fantasy remake final fantasy 7 remake oh see so, now that's the type of thing i can get behind though right so. but then i also read here that they're coming out with hd remasters of 
two, three, and four. So um, I don't think you'd be able to play an HD remaster of a PlayStation One game. That would just be too, too rough, too yeah. ancient. I'm playing the uh, the original trailer on Twitch right now during the live show, and it's uh, it's yeah. old. <laughs> got to do something for me here. I don't, I'm not going back to whatever this is. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be I'll be uh, interested to see what this looks like. I think we'll probably see some. I probably see a trailer of it maybe at the Game Awards. That yeah, that wouldn't surprise me if they're announcing it now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, um, solid Snake fans get excited. I guess. Uh, <laughs> yes, do that thing. What do you say? Yeah. Oh, and then Sony shoots himself in the foot again. Oh no, what they do now. No such thing as a free upgrade to Spider Man. So awesome. if you want to see Spider Man in all the four K sixty goodness, you're gonna have to pay a full seventy bucks on top of the sixty or so that you paid for the PS four version. Yeah, that you already paid. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do it whenever I get a hold of me a uh, PlayStation five. Well, the thing that sucks, I mean, this is cool if maybe you're going over to PlayStation for the first time or Mm -hmm. you didn't buy it because I think the, is it the, like the $70 version of the game or that's what all their games are going to be now. So I thought the deluxe edition came with like a re, like the up res or whatever. It does. It's a remaster, but, um, you don't like your saves won't transfer either. So so you're literally starting. Yeah. It's brand new game. Wow. None of your saves transfer from PS4, and it, I don't know. It's pretty anti-consumer. That's what yeah. the narrative is, you know? Buy our this game again for another 10 hours of content. This is what I'm saying about Microsoft and how consumer-friendly. Right. Everything is geared. It's, it's this exact so cheesy. Yeah, Microsoft do, as they've said, put the player at the center, okay, and have to put all the business crap on there as well, but... Sony just seems to want to bend Sony's over. just like, we everyone. got the good games. You know you want the good games, and we know you'll pay for them again. So. But then they put God of War, which came out three months ahead of that, on their PlayStation Plus you know, Game Pass, whatever they call it. Well, you've got oh, yeah. to sell it somehow. Yeah. I, I, you know, those games came out so close together, and now one of them is going to be charged full price again for and the other one is going to be free with online access. So the, you know. It just makes me mad because that it's such a good game. and Yeah, absolutely. I, I know I'm going to end up spending more money than I should on yep. it's just Spider-Man like what, for PS5. Like. Exactly. It's just like what Nintendo does, you know. They sold us, well, some people that had the Wii U, a lot of those games for 35 bucks. And now that they're out coming to a port on Switch, you're paying sixty for them. So it's it's basically we know you're going to pay this, we know you don't like it, but suck it up and give me your money <laughs> and pay. That's yeah. it. So yeah, but I really a... want Miles, and I'd love to see upgraded Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, oh, I will definitely get it, but I, you know, I missed out on the pre-orders because it was secret society. So no. um, I'm not going to enjoy doing it while I do it, though. And I, know I, that Sony apparently, which you know makes uh, economic sense. They made probably 10 percent the amount of all digital consoles compared to disc consoles. So getting a hold of a, a digital one is going to be pretty difficult, at least awesome for the foreseeable future. I'm waiting for a black one or a special edition Miles one or Dude, something. Dude, did you see that Batman one I posted I in did. Discord? 
That I'm literally just sick. looking for anything besides the right. white one. The That's bright it. white one. Well, we uh, could always order sticker bomb kits and do that. I, I, the kids are doing that these days. That's true. I wonder if you can like snap the. I, I bet you could paint it too if you wanted. Really, oh, you could yeah. find some type of plastic paint that would seal nicely or something. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't it's know. got a, a high gloss finish on it that paint won't want to stick to. Uh, yeah, have to sand it Don't down paint first. your PS5. Don't do that. <laughs> I can't wait to see the video. Cut that the out of the podcast. That's a that's a uh, a personal endangerment that Risky just said there. I'm not There's telling not... anyone to do it. Grab a couple cans of rattle rattle can spray paint and just go to town. You'll be fine. I didn't say that. Okay, let's move on. Um, what's next? Oh. So we kind of all knew this was coming. They finally officially announced the price for the uh, Seagate storage expansion cartridges for the Series X and Series S. Not great news, but what did you expect for a super fast SSD, essentially, is what it is, right? Yeah, and if you see the difference, it's absurd how, right. quick, how quick stuff's loading right now with these, uh, with, with this specific for Xbox Series. Right. Um, yeah, it's not But so the price is going to be $219.99 UK. That's what right around 200 pounds there. Do you know what? I haven't been able to find one in the UK. Give me a second. Okay. Let's find out. You carry on talking. Okay. Um yeah, 219 bucks for 1 terabyte of storage space. Uh it's going to be that super fast SSD that can um communicate with the internal components of the Series S and Series X. So, uh, you know, if, and I also read that, um, the operating system takes up about 200 gigs of space on this, on the, uh, console itself. So at least for the series X, right? Like your base space was like 802 or something. Yeah. Just right above 800. So, um, we may be needing these things sooner than we think, but the good thing to remember is that you can use an external hard drive and just transfer games back and forth to your internal to run at an optimized speed or you know performance. And honestly, that might be where I'm at for, yeah. for a while. Right. Because <laughs> the Series X has a one terabyte storage space on it already, and then I've got a four terabyte external. And I don't even think my external Samsung SSD will be fast enough, so that may be going to nah. my PlayStation. Oh, that's not, yeah. Hey, that's not a bad call, actually. Right. But, so, yeah, yeah. Um, since so, Risky brought it up, let's let's talk about these speeds real quick. All right. Um, so, some of the, the bigger ones. Uh, Destiny 2 on an Xbox One X, a loading time was 1 minute and 52 seconds. That literally feels like an eternity. Uh, chopped it way more than in half on the Series X. It's 43 seconds. Um, let's see. The Outer Worlds took 27 seconds on the Xbox One X, and it was almost immediate. Within six seconds, it had loaded up on Series X. Um, I wish they'd done GTA on here, because that one seems like it's the longest load times. But uh, the next one was No Man's Sky. I've never played this, but I guess it takes forever to load into. It says 2 minutes, 13 seconds on the Xbox One X. And that's something even playing this week, like after I saw the, the image of the loading times, it really does when you click into it because what it does is it just like puts you in like a warp kind of thing like you're just going through the solar system and you'll see planets go by with like different names and stuff and after like the first minute you're like uh 
my game <laughs> broken? Like what? What are Did we doing here? Frozen. So well, you it, can it, definitely tell it's it's long. Yeah, so. and it knocks that down to a minute twenty seven seconds. So that cuts that almost in half as well. The biggest ones that I saw on here, um, Sea of Thieves, which you know everybody knows yeah. that loading screen takes forever. It took it from a minute twenty one seconds down to twenty seconds flat. It's so absurd. I love it. Yeah, and the other one, Warframe, um, the free to play, you know, ninja shooter, uh, went from a minute thirty one seconds to twenty five seconds. Yeah. So. And you know the the longer these the devs have these machines to try to optimize their games on, the the better these things are going to work. So, just I, I was gonna say these are all like a lot of those are older games. Like Destiny Two has been out a long time, No Man's right. Sky a long time, Sea of Thieves a long time, relatively. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. We'll we'll be complaining about these load times within a year. Yeah, twenty seconds isn't fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> Would you believe I can't find the UK price for that uh, I would. expansion card? Maybe Thanks they're not asking. available in UK yet. Uh, that or it's going to be that price, 200 and whatever pounds. it is. Yeah. Yep. Ouch. Yeah. So I guess you're gonna, you know, storage space is going to be a premium on the new uh, consoles. But then they were saying games are going to be small. They should be smaller because of um, optimization yeah and everything else it'll only download the bits and pieces that you actually need for the console you're going to use well um, that, that's what they're saying is the um, the Xbox One X versions are going to be smaller but the ones that have all the 4K textures are going to be significantly larger okay. files that's the way I heard it yeah I suppose what we have to wait and see is when you have your external drive how quick is it going to be transferring from your external normal hard drive to your xbox so if it's instantaneous you won't need that storage expansion card what they said uh because ryan mccaffrey did a little thing from ign um and he had mentioned that you can just uh exchange games or move them from hard drive to hard drive and he said it's definitely faster uh, than what it is now uh but it's still not going to be super quick. Like if you know yeah. you're going to play a game that night with some friends or something, you can easily do it then. I would say even after that, maybe like 10, 15 minutes is what you're looking at to transfer is what I would say. But And I, I believe know. that um, with the the evolve evolution of the, the app, we should be able to be able to do all those transfers via your mobile device yeah. at work so that it's ready yeah. to go for you. That makes sense. Just kind of like with the Game Pass app now, it's like exactly. install on your console, and you can pick yep. what console and whatnot. So yeah, so if you could choose between hard be drives awesome. and transfer games and all that stuff remotely, that would be amazing. Yeah, like leave. You're on your way home from work or something before you <laughs> hop in the car. Just oh, quick, we're gonna play Destiny after work, and that's a it's yeah. a big one. So I might as well start it now on my way home or something. That's yeah, exactly. Awesome. And, um, next story is uh, kind of on that same boat of how Xbox is trying to, you know, be the best. Uh, platform for everybody so um, they just created a family app that you can download and control all the users in your group um, playtime spending allowance um, let's see you can set uh, screen limit times you can set you know basically like hours within that they can't play say like you know they get home from school at 3 30 they're not allowed to they won't be able to access their account till 5 30 so you know gotta do your homework or whatever um, you can give them a certain amount to spend 
on in-game purchases as well as inside the uh, Microsoft Store. No, no and, more and Fortnite thousand-dollar right. bills. Exactly. So um, you can literally pay your kid your al- their allowance through the Microsoft Store now. So <laughs> just awesome. set it up for a weekly allowance, and then they can go buy their Roblox skins or Fortnite. Like, literally, dude, Ryland asked me last week if I could give her some money for Roblox bucks, and I was like, "What? No, we we don't do that." But it's cool. As I'm scrolling through some of this, you can your kids can also like request time, or you can send them time. Yep. So you can even use like the time as a currency, where it's like, "Hey, if you take out the trash this week, remember you get an extra ten minutes, minutes tacked right. on." Yeah. To- like you just you can gamify <laughs> the whole thing, and you can do it all from your phone. All right. So you can unlock that? the Xbox. You can you can literally <laughs> just get on there and shut them off in the middle of a game. And you're done. Why <laughs> walk into the other room and hit the button yeah. when you can do it from your phone? <laughs> it's like, hey, I need you to help me do this. I'm almost done. Nope, you're nope, done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> but why can't they put this all on just one goddamn app? I know, right? You've got a whole, how many apps are in your folder now, Risky? Uh, for it Xbox? Was, it was four, and then <laughs> I saw this one. I was like, okay, we're done. Luckily, I don't have kids yet, so I don't need this one. No, but, but uh, you could limit the Meg's uh, screen time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no more. No, no, I better not let her find this. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's going to shut me down. <laughs> you need to make Dan part of your your family. Yep. Oh, and yeah. We can shut <laughs> him down. There we go. He's, he's in the middle of Demon's Tell. <laughs> shut it down. He's on a record run. Oh, God. So uh, you can also filter content fit for your family by rating. So you can lock them down, kind of like Disney Plus does it to whatever rating you think they're mature yeah. enough to do. No, um, cool. It's just, it's awesome. Everything that you know people want to be able to do. You know, when you put a controller in a lot of parents' hands, they don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? So now it's feature friendly to what they know how to do as far as a mobile app, and they should be able to navigate through it much easier. I was going to say it seems more friendlier for parents who are not gamers exactly yep so all good stuff for xbox you know just trying to make the place for everybody to be at i like it so um amazon has something to say about that though oh boy they uh dropped their cloud gaming service last week well they announced it it's in early access right now i believe um but it's gonna be it says 100 games i believe a lot more up. than Stadia. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> 90 more. <laughs> Plus they have new titles like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like, it looks like they did their licensing homework before they dropped their their hardware. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah this looks kind of promising. Uh, it's going to be five ninety nine a month for early access. I'm not sure exactly how much it's going to be uh, afterwards. I would say probably around the $10 mark to you know compete with Game Pass and... Stadia, all those things. Uh, it's going to be unlimited hours, uh, growing library, starts out around 100 games, uh, up to 1080, 460 streaming, which who knows. Or 1080, 60 streaming, 4K is coming soon. Um, you can stream two devices at a time, so that's nice. You know, somebody's not locked out. Oh, that's cool. So you yeah. Sp- split memberships, maybe? Yep, and then you'll be able to play on your PC, Mac, uh, Fire Tablet, or Fire TV, and then you're going to have... Um, you know, tiles for all the different web apps. So looks cool. Um, it looks like they might be joining up with Ubisoft somehow. 
Did you just, see that? Just because it seems like there's a lot of Ubisoft games? or Yeah, there's a ton of Ubisoft games. Okay. But it, it says Luna, and then it says next to it says coming soon, Ubisoft. So um, maybe they're going to do like a Game Pass Ultimate type thing. For 15 bucks a month, you get access to Luna and all of Ubisoft's you know, streaming as well. Well, they just yeah. throw it in with your Amazon Prime membership. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it looks like it has all the same requirements as the other streaming apps. We'll just have to see how well it works. Yeah, I think I think it'll do better than Stadia, but I don't think it succeeds well, in general. I, I don't know. I think it might hang around just because Bezos has so much money, but Xbox has literally put billions and billions of dollars into Xbox. I mean, so Bezos has so much money, but... Google also owns Stadia. <laughs> it's not like Google doesn't have money. Yeah, but so, Google is known to just scrap stuff after drop products, investing yeah. a quarter of a trillion dollars into it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it'll yeah, be it doesn't work. We'll I make think something better tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good alternative to to Game Pass, maybe. I think it, it'll just be down to what you want to play. Like if I'm right. somebody who doesn't own an Xbox, or or just some games in general, this might just be the cheapest way for me to play x games so i, I can know. almost guarantee you that there's going to be a tv tile for game pass coming in the future god i hope so, so. all you need is an xbox one controller and yeah. you're good to go a roku tile just on right. all all those nice 4k tcl Ooh. tvs Woo. and they did it. show the uh luna controller and it literally looks like a uh 360 controller so cool. offset so I'm thumbsticks for. triggers you know share button it, instead of the x in the center it's a luna symbol <laughs> sweet but yeah uh it looks promising um this should definitely shove stadia out <laughs> yeah right this ditch. this is the nail in the coffin or should be yeah exactly i don't i don't know why people are still giving them money other than they forgot to cancel their subscription no idea <laughs> and last but not least uh, Call of Duty is going to have their Black Ops Cold War Zombie reveal later this week. So um, September 30th at 10 a.m. P- 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, 6 o'clock chocolate time. There will oh. be some sort of trailer dropped on YouTube. All right. so, and also, if you're still playing Warzone, um, do your update tonight because I saw it's going to be like 20 gigs. Woo! <laughs> like pushing. every every week, they give you like twenty gigs. I would say we're. Oh man, that that your little Seagate two hundred dollar drive is barely going to be able to hold Call of Duty eventually. So, <laughs> dude, that's I've been listening to X One Bros, and that they have a running joke that that's um, Activision's plan is just to fill up your yeah. whole hard drive so you can't play any other games. Yeah. We did it, guys! Five hundred <laughs> gigs worth yeah. of Call of Duty. God. So yeah, um, no paper for you today, Rocker. That's the save the trees. Clap, clap, snap, snap. All right. Um, this is a mailbag episode, so let's quickly get into the mailbag. You've got mail. All 
All right, another month, another mailbag episode. Let's see what kind of questions we got. All right, this first one comes in from Kaboski. The last game you played is the next tattoo you'll be getting. What design will you be going with for that game? And where will it be on your body? Um, Chocolate, I'm going to start with you because I'm really hoping that... that Scribble art. The What is it called? Super Punch Patrol is the last game you played? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's possibly even worse. I think it, it was oh, Tell good. Me Why. Oh, yes. What, what on earth... Will I get tattooed and where? Maybe one of those goblin creatures. I'll uh, I'll get tattooed and. Do you say goblin creatures? Yeah, they, they talk about goblins, don't they? They were. Uh... I heard goblin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they their mother told them stories about goblins um, and they goblin people or something. Anyway, it's part of the story. Um, I would get one of these goblins tattooed, and I'd do a big, huge one on my back. It's the big back piece, huh? Yeah, big back piece. Classy there. I'm also scared of needles, so in this imaginary world, I'm I'm strong (laughs) enough to get this big back tat. We're the only guys to be put under for a tattoo. (laughs) Put under twice. Can I make a suggestion? (laughs) Put it on my chest. No, so I like your goblin idea, and I like your back, but what we're going to do is we're going to do, like, the chest up of the goblin with his hands holding up, like his hands up by his uh, chest, I guess, but it's going to be a lower back tattoo, so it looks like he's creeping out of your, like, boxers. Oh, so he's just... He's just so you give me a stamp. You give me a tramp stamp and a <laughs> yeah, goblin a little, coming out of my pants. A creeper goblin coming out of the chocolate's butt. <laughs> yes, I can, I can show people what I'm talking about on Twitch, but... Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. The picture in my head's way better than anything you could show me. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't worry, I've clipped it. Everyone on Twitter will see it as well. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, Moose, last game, was it Hades or Shadow of Mordor? Both could be pretty cool tattoos. Yeah, I think it was Hades. And, hmm. Are you doing something with the gods here? I think so. Yeah, I think I would just get, like, a big... Badass lightning bolt on my neck. Ooh. Right here from Zeus. Prison tattoos. I like Exactly. It. <laughs> I mean, people won't mess with you. You're, you're already like tall enough yeah. and big enough, and I wouldn't mess with you anyways, but put a lightning tattoo on your neck. Whew. Exactly. Oh, Come at you. me, bro. Um, my last game is No Man's Sky, which makes this pretty easy, I think. Um, I would probably do a cool sleeve with just with some galaxy stuff, maybe one of the cooler planets towards the bottom with like mountains and some of that flora and fauna and then up at the top you maybe got like some like a, a planet like Saturn with rings and then some of the spaceships and uh, maybe some suns or moons or something. In that the sounds pretty well. badass. It seems like a pretty easy one cuz I remember right. the only when I thought about doing a gaming tattoo at some point it was going to be a Mass Effect thing, so it was already going to be, like, some space and then maybe some of those characters. Um, but y- you eventually come to realization that when your arms are this tiny, you don't have a ton <laughs> of real estate. So I don't... I don't know. It's Commander Shepard like, looking like a stick man. Yeah, can like we, a Slender Man. <laughs> That's not what I'm looking we, for. Can we start a GoFundMe for Chocolate's Butt Goblin Tattoo? <laughs> no. I don't want this Literally thing to happen. Chocolate's Butt Goblin <laughs> Can we make a Patreon tier for that? If we get X amount uh, no. next year, we'll 
No. Right. Somebody needs to table. at least draw this butt goblin so we can make it an emoji. Oh, yeah, that, that seems fair. I'm just going to... Yeah, we'll figure something out here. Why do I get bullied? Because you're here. <laughs> because you're on this podcast. <laughs> and you said you were going to get a goblin tattooed on your back. <laughs> yeah, and we just were trying to help, and I think we definitely made it better. A lower back <laughs> tattoo goblin peering out from your underwear. I think it's perfect. No, you don't? All right, we can move on. Uh, great question, though, Kaboski. It was. Um, next up, this one comes in. Uh, I'm not going to do that one next. I'll do that one last. Uh, this one comes in from Ronin. Who does Microsoft purchase next? They obviously just had the big acquisition of Bethesda and friends. So, uh, Moose, who, who's next? Who, I'm going to go they? with the easy answer because they dropped that sweet, sweet blue controller. Okay. That looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. Sega? So, um, yeah, they're going to buy Sega. You're going to be Sega. They seem Sega. That's just a, a rumor that's been going around on the internet, so I took the easy way out. I mean, I don't hate it. No. That's, what else is Sega doing? They're just <laughs> publishing games at this point, Making right? Crazy so. Taxi too. I hope. Or, oh, wow, <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, yeah, that's a good one, though. Chocolate, you got anything? I, I don't think it's going to be a big... It's not going to be a big publisher or studio. It's going to be, I think, a tiny one. I read... Gum and Clive guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're going for... Uh, Purchasing for him for $37.50. <laughs> Let's pick Sold. up Gary and in his apartment. No yeah. one had. Um, no, I don't think it's going to be a big one. I think... No Man... Did they purchase No Man's Sky? The, Hello Games? Uh, no. Yeah. No? I don't... Th- no. I want to, I'm going to say no. I'm putting my foot down here and saying no. No. Okay. I'm I'm going to go with the other rumor then. Let's go with WB. Sod it. Let's go big. Let's go bold. Ooh, some Batman. WB. Or some Suicide Squad at this point, I guess, right? But they found yeah. out how much it was worth and now they don't want to sell it anymore. They were in to- they've they've had talks. They've had talks. Let's uh, let's hope. Let's please hope cuz I think that is the only thing that is going to that people can turn around and say, well, Xbox haven't got games. Well, you've got the Batman games. Boom. You've got games. Yeah. I like it. Speaking of having a lot of extra games, so I got two. The first one's a pipe dream. So Nintendo's going to step down from making consoles. They're just going to be software creators. And Microsoft's going to buy them. They've got a good relationship already. Um, yeah, so that makes sense, right? Just get Mario on Xbox. Get him in Game Pass. Get him on PC. Get him everywhere. No, not realistic. I agree. Um, my next one, which is, uh, I would still say unrealistic, but more realistic than Nintendo. What about Capcom? So with Capcom, you're going to get your Resident Evils. You're going to get mm-hmm. some Monster Hunters. Mm-hmm. And then you're also going to have... The fighting the, games. Well, yeah, the fighting games. But then I was just going to say uh, the Japanese audience, that they're really trying to pull some of them uh, onto the ecosystem. I think... Yeah. If you're putting all of, like, Capcom's library, uh, and it's another one where it might be a big acquisition, I would assume less than Bethesda, though, probably by a good amount, but still, I think that that could that could solve a few problems uh, for them trying to get oh, just more people on the ecosystem. Because I know Phil yeah. has talked about getting more JRPGs and things like that, so... Yeah, yeah. That would be an interesting one. I t- it's just does it work in their 
cultures are different, but then I guess no it doesn't idea. matter. What's, it doesn't matter, see. does it? Let's just have Phil just do it, and then we can see what happens. Yeah? Perfect. I right. just wanted my Xbox to show up on time because I forgot <laughs> that story in the news. Um, let's talk about it right quick. Do you mind? No, go for it. Um, so I know that Amazon, Risky, hey. has sent out um, emails saying, uh, hey, I know you. we said you got an Xbox, but uh, you might not get an Xbox. So they said basically they can't confirm delivery to be on that date, which is better than other emails that I've seen. Uh, Target sent one out that says uh, we cannot fulfill your order because there were not enough, were not enough units. Oh, God. I didn't get yeah. a message like that at least. No. And then I've also read online that there's rumor or that Microsoft is also sending out. It's the same email as Amazon saying you may not get it on drop day, but you're still going to get one. So... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of heartache and heartbreak going on, even for people that thought they got an Xbox. Yeah, I mean, obviously one of those is definitely worse than the other. <laughs> right, yeah, the Target one is just complete crap, if you ask me. Um, for me, it's going to, I mean, fingers crossed it shows up on, on launch day. But right. if it doesn't, not the end of the world, I'll be happy that I secured it. And I also will know I won't have to go stand outside of a Best Buy it. 4 a.m. or whatever people are going to be doing on launch day trying to get canceled pre-orders or yeah. whatever stock they have there the day of. Um, so if you are crap. going to be one of those people, I was able to get a Scorpio last year or two years ago, oh. whatever it was, yeah. by basically just pestering the GameStop. I call them every day when they open and be like, did they come pick up the ones? And they're like, oh, I'm calling them today. If they don't want <laughs> it, it's yours. And, and so, yeah, that's the other thing is that especially the retailers where you're going to go in and talk to them, like they have that inventory yeah. in store. They're not like they're not going to sit on it for months at a time. It'll probably be like a week or something. I bet you, or even less, maybe. So, right. Well, then I've also there's a bunch of things going on on the internet now that literally GameStop employees and managers oh are buying God. all the console <laughs> pre-sales before they even open the doors. Yep, I heard about and that. And then selling them directly, the yeah, for like a thousand dollars each. Gross, dude. Did it's you disgusting? S- there was one on Twitter that the guy showed. You know, when everyone showed their uh, pictures of their pre-orders, the yeah. guy left his email and order number uh, visible on the picture and said, "Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be selling this on eBay for whatever." And someone replied down to it and said, "Shouldn't have left your order number there." And then proceeded to keep tweeting and showing all the pictures of him contacting, I think it was the Microsoft store, of him cancelling that guy's pre-order. It oh, was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, somebody called in and used his information to cancel it? Yep. Oh, jeez. Cancelled it. It was amazing. The pre-order vigilante. I yes. like it. But that's the thing, too, is like a lot of people are like bidding stupid numbers on these things just to screw these scalpers out of money like you yeah know, dude and fifty thousand dollars and then yeah. you know, oh can't i can't pay bid. that exactly yep so i i say stick them you know what i mean let them Definitely. sit on these things through christmas and then you know kind of like the toilet paper hoarders that guy <laughs> that tried to return like a thousand rolls of toilet paper and the store managers just like get bent bro yeah like you're the <laughs> yeah yep so the that's that you know, take advantage of the situation and make some money. That's you know a way to it's capitalism, you know at at the definition. But 
there's also a downside to capitalism if if people don't want the product that you're trying to you know make such a high price point on yep. then you're going to get stuck with it and you're going to probably end up taking a loss because you know with mine it was 500 almost 60 dollars to start with so if these guys are selling them for 600 650 they're not making any money yeah. right Fees. yeah so ugh. and that's the thing too is i felt bad for mainly blade because he got kind of hosed and I thought about trying to go out and get another one for him. But by the time they ship it to my house and then I ship it to his house, he's going to be paying over $600 for the console when he could just wait, you know, a couple months and go to Best Buy and buy it for a retail price. No. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a mess, <laughs> but everything should be ironed out by this time next year, I would think. Uh, Yeah, you'd hope, right? Yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Back to the mailbag. This uh, question was posted quickly after Ronan asked, who does Microsoft purchase next? Ryan wrote in and said, who does Sony panic buy <laughs> in response? Um, Moose, what do you got? Uh, somebody in Japan, they could panic buy Nintendo. That whole thing that you <laughs> wanted to happen, would everything would become Sony exclusive. You think they have the capital to panic buy Nintendo? Oh, Sony's pretty big, aren't they? No, nothing like Microsoft, but... Yeah, I guess I have no idea what that would look like. But then, I mean, yeah, and then again, you know, Star Wars was purchased for four billion dollars, and then Microsoft bought uh, um, Bethesda, Bethesda for seven point something. Yeah, like almost twice as what Star Wars is worth. That that just seems a little off. <laughs> yeah, right. When you put it that way, inflation. Like, what? Yeah, no wonder millennials can't buy houses. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. Um, I had thought, and so I I looked it up shortly after I was thinking about it. But Remedy seemed like it would be a smaller studio. Um, it, they started mm. on Xbox. They did Quantum Break or whatever, and then they were kind of like, oh, or well, Alan, Alan Wake was or Alan Wake mm. and Quantum Break, right? Was it both yep. of them? Yeah. Yep. So, um, what if Sony comes in? and snags that for, like, Alan Wake 2 or Control 2 because they later made Control, but that was for uh, for both platforms and PC. So that was everywhere. But it, it just seemed like a, maybe a little more affordable uh, transaction. I don't know why I think Sony's poor. They're not poor. <laughs> but but um, I'm sure Microsoft's relationship with Remedy is really good. I had thought I'm that sh- until they were like, yeah, Control's everywhere. And that's when I was kind of like, oh, mm. all right. I I would say PlayStation or Sony would just drop two new games that are specifically for the Sony console and don't need to panic buy anyone. I don't think they they are in the the mindset of Microsoft's a contender. I really think they think they are head and shoulders above everybody. Right. And that that could also be something where it's like, hey, we're not buying anyone, but we are starting two new studios, sending some people from some of our more successful studios over there to start it, to start hiring mm. people and start. Cause I think, was it Sony Santa Monica? They did uh God of war. God, I'm not going to remember. I'm terrible when there's thousands of studios right. developers. Yeah, it was Santa Monica. So it's, it's like you kind of just do that. You keep having different Sony locations pumping out these, ridiculously good single player experiences that they're known for 
so maybe you don't need to buy like where microsoft isn't doing that and they're not putting out these amazing first party uh single player exclusives it's kind of like what they've got going on so what microsoft does is they buy somebody like bethesda when you can't fix the problem you throw money at it right bear so why you guys that's what Microsoft does, and then I think Sony has the internal talent where maybe you could just churn out a couple more uh, studio, like just Sony Studios, like you said. I think that's that could definitely be a possibility. So, who knows? Should wait and see. All right. Next up, this one comes in from Ladonian. Do you keep the boxes your consoles come in? Do you display them or do you chuck them? Chocolate. I keep them so I can trade in my console next year. You don't need the box to trade it in. You don't, but I find over here you get more money. Not a lot more, but you get more money if you have the box. Do they give you a little bit more? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Or you can sell it on eBay. Not the box, the the whole thing. What about you, Moose? I keep the boxes because I usually spend the 20 or 30 bucks for the extended warranty. And... um, it's just nice to have all the packaging and stuff when stuff breaks so you can take it back. So When the tech comes, a, yeah. Yeah, I got a storage room full of empty tech boxes. Nice. Um, one thing that Chaotic had said, uh, he said his missus hates that he keeps boxes for everything right up until the point they're moving houses and everything has its place because of the boxes, which, funny enough, I'm just in the middle of packing everything right now, and, man, do I wish I had more boxes for some of my larger electronics, like my consoles, right. like my PC, because they all come with the nice, secure inserts where you know nothing's going to get shaken up or broken. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, what do I do with this PC tower? You just set it in the front seat and strap seatbelt around it. That's literally my what my <laughs> only thought has been. Is that's like, all you can do. <laughs> set it in the front. Try not to hit any bumps to knock. Because with my luck, I'm going to hit a bump knock my graphics card loose or something and then spend three weeks trying to figure out why my computer won't turn on when I just need to like shove something back into place quick. Bubble wrap. Lots and lots of bubble wrap. Um, so just don't ever move. Well, (laughs) I botched that one. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I, I don't keep a lot of mine, especially for my smaller, smaller electronics. I might have like an Xbox box in the basement or something i have no idea but they're nowhere i do think i i like the way they look when some people like uh, even on sets of like live shows like this yeah um having like the one x box in the back is kind of mm-hmm. cool or having like the elite controller box um it's cool but yeah i, I think a lot of those anything. yeah i think they're designed to be displayed at this point you know what i mean right they make them yeah. i mean they make them look nice so when you're walking by them in the store you're like oh what's that yeah. and you go pick it up pretty it's pretty so, all right. I think um, we're done. No, we had one more that I was saving. Oh. Uh, this one is from Chaotic, and I thought it was going to be a deeper question, even though I don't have a deeper answer. He said, what <laughs> is the future of cross-Atlantic gaming? <gasps> We've only been doing live video episodes for, like, t- a few months now. Guy already wants more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And integrated trailers and videos and- <laughs> Yeah, uh, does anyone have anything quick and easy? This is the top, guys. I don't don't know what else you want from us. (laughs) What's the tippy top? (laughs) I'd like to make more YouTube content. I've just had a hard time um, with my creative side of my brain right now. So 
and um, I'm having problems with the motivational side of my brain. <laughs> And Chocolate's putting out videos about how you can uh, earn Microsoft points, which I didn't mention at the top of the show. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything at all. So yeah, if you yeah, want to get some free games, watch that video. Yeah, he put up a uh, over at YouTube.com slash CrossAtlanticGaming. Uh, he put up a whole video on earning Microsoft points, and then obviously you can turn those points into things like Game Pass or just straight-up gift cards to buy mm-hmm. games. Um, or anything you can buy dinners you can buy oh, di- yeah points. uber oh really yeah, Loads, oh, yeah. yeah. tons oh, of stuff didn't know that um <clears throat> but yeah back to your question chaotic i think i think we've we've come a ways since we started i think the the twitch integration here and for you audio people uh, i don't want to say you're missing out but it is kind of cool uh getting over here on twitch getting Let's in on the what? conversation uh, seeing our ugly mugs for sure um, but yeah integrating trailers and whatnot and just working on the production of the live show I think is where we're going to continue from here there's not a ton we can do audio wise at this point without spending right. lots of money um, chocolate build me a booth a yeah booth. I can audio do the work booth. you just gotta fund it <laughs> get on me page um <laughs> That, but, is that coming out of the uh, the chocolate bears butt butt goblin but, tattoo but, fund? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you really want to improve the show, that's what needs to happen first. We need the butt goblin tattoo. <laughs> that could be um, the intro trailer. But yeah, I mean, and we're also very open to suggestions all the time. Um, For sure. If people have segment ideas, we used to put out surveys, and maybe that's something we can do. Uh, we used to put out surveys once in a while where mm-hmm. it's like, what segments do you guys like? But right now we're kind of, I don't know, we've got our standard selection of things, mm-hmm. and without adding a ton more time to the end of the episodes, because we, like, we don't want to be a two, three-hour podcast. Yeah, it's not Joe Rogan. So adding stuff is tough, uh, but we've got the Game Pass. We've got news, what we've been playing. I know... I don't know. We, we got some stuff going on. But if you guys have some feedback, uh, obviously reach out to any of us. If you're not in Discord, Twitter is probably the easiest place to do that. Um, we're definitely always willing to uh, take in constructive criticism or new ideas, uh, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And I think just for the future of us, I just want to see the community grow. Um, just to be able to have you know that bank of good friends online that you can go and play something with. And, you know, if you guys like what you hear, like what you're involved with in Discord, all that, you know, drop that invite to other people so that they can get into our community. Because other than a few people, Chocolate is one of them. You know, he tends to scare new people off pretty quickly. (laughs) But um, we'll do our best, you know, to make you feel welcome and wanted and uh, just a safe place for people to play games. I like it the happy place happy place for video games and other stuff uh but yeah i think we're just gonna keep on trucking with what we're doing now uh i think the live show over this past year has been uh huge compared to us just putting out the the audio episodes every every week so um i think that's a step right in the right direction i don't i don't like i said i don't know where we go from here without uh coming straight up famous and being able to do a just a daily video show because none of us have jobs or have to work or anything uh you guys yeah. if you guys can get us there we're all about it so and then we, we can maybe talk to all of our bosses and moving to a centralized location 
Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. The keg yacht. I talked about I don't this know forever. If we could get, I don't know if we could get chocolate to uh, stateside though. Things no. are a little crazy over here right now. We're gonna Damn. change to middle of the Atlantic gaming, and it'll be on the keg yacht, and we'll <laughs> fly in we our go. friends on our helicopter, and it's gonna be awesome. So as long yeah, as I get with you, I don't care. <laughs> that's that's the future though. The keg yacht. Yeah. Boats and hose. What else do you need? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if I have to cut that out. It's fine. <laughs> nah, um, you good. Someone Guardian put on the t-shirt. What's wrong with that? So yeah, thanks for the uh, thanks for the question, chaotic. Um, hopefully, I think we answered it to the best of our abilities. Uh, but yeah, this has been a a, a game pass episode. Hey, nope. What is it? It's a mailbag. It's been a mailbag. mailbag. I can do a better job of remembering what segments we're on and what type of episodes we're on. That uh, yeah. can also work on that, I guess. Sure. And remembering the show notes at the beginning. I'm so used to just rambling early on. A lot of times I miss the very bold and in red things on the show notes. Like, shout out our newest patrons. <laughs> and then I just skip right over it. So Once I get talking, <sighs> it's tough to stop me, I huh, guess. I guess so. Sorry about it. Anyways, <laughs> if you want to get uh, in. Whoa, bang out these games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we missed. Yep. <laughs> We... Yep. Risk. All right. Uh, yeah. Chocolate. Hey, uh, at the end of the news, we usually talk about what games are coming out this week. <laughs> Clearly, we uh, <laughs> missed that uh, because show notes and me reading. Uh, what games are coming out this week? So, uh, we'll completely glaze over that. Right. So, games out. The, the only ones I could find that seemed decent are coming out Friday, the 2nd of October. Holy hell, it's October already. So you have Star Wars Squadrons for the Xbox and PlayStation coming out, and you also have Crash Bandicoot 4 coming to the Xbox and PlayStation as well. Um, I feel like those are two two decent games, right? Two, two decent, pretty we're, heavy we're, hitters. We are coming into the month of games, games, and more games. I think it now works out that every other week there's a little lull, then you get a big title, and then a lull again. So it's uh, it's going to be a crazy couple of weeks. Doesn't Legion come out this month? Watch Dogs? Was that this month? Wasn't that delayed? October, November. Oh, uh, or, oh, or was it delayed? Delayed. Was Watch Dogs delayed and... That I'll sounds good. Yeah, I have to have a look. But uh, in two weeks' time, you have FIFA coming out. Yeah, I was going to say, it's FIFA month, Bear. FIFA. FIFA month. The FIFAs. Anyway, let's get back to Game Pass. Some October new games. 29th. 29th. Oh. It's Legion's. Oh, okay. So it's FIFA, a week break, and then Legions. Um, right, Game Pass. Vermintine 2 is back into Game Pass. We also have Night of the Woods, and then also The Destinies. The Plural. Destinies Dest- is sweet because New Light is also coming into Game Pass. Uh, that's yeah. going to be the new DLC in November. So Yeah, so everything. So you've got Forsaken, Shadowkeep, and as Risky said, New Light dropping in November. So the Destiny is going to be all over Game Pass. Beyond so, um, light, my bad. I'll be on. Damn it, we're good. Well, keep on going. Some some sort of light. Um, <laughs> the Downer leaving Game Pass. Remember, to jump in and get your twenty percent off. Westerado is leaving. That was a cool little over the top pixelated game. Um, you've got Dirt Rally Two Point Bad North, which was a Game Pass roulette game many many months ago. Uh, Yokalele, I believe, only came in a few months ago, and that's leaving already. And then you have Panzer Dragon, or I'm not going to pronounce that last one. 
think it's just Orta. Orta? Yeah. It's also that's... supposed to be Panzer Dragoon, I'm pretty sure. Dragoon. Okay. That probably sounds right. Either too. way, folks. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going. It's going. Well, it's, speaking of going, <laughs> let's get out of here before we out outstay <laughs> our welcome. That's what I was trying to say. Let's plug this thing up. All right. First and foremost, streamerlinks.com slash CAG podcast. That's going to have links to everything CAG. Um, it's going to have links to the Discord. That's where we all hang out. Uh, Game Pass channels, sports <coughs> channels, uh, uh, general how's your weekend going channels, mailbag, all that fun stuff. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, or I'll say if you're on iPhones or wherever, you can rate us, review us, give us five stars over at Apple Podcasts. Uh, our VIP episode is coming up in two episodes. Two if you want to become a VIP and get yourself entered for our gift card drawing, you can either head to patreon.com slash CAG podcast, become a patron. Uh, shout out to Chaotic for being a top tier contributor. Uh, so that's your first place you can do it. And then also twitch.tv slash cross Atlantic gaming. If you're subbed there, uh, and keep in mind, you can use your Twitch Prime sub, which is free with your uh, Amazon Prime subscription. Uh, you can get in on the drawing there. If you are subbed in both places, it's the buy to get one free special. Uh, you get one free drawing if you're subbed in both places. On the socials, that's Twitter and Instagram. We're at CAG Podcast. And lastly, if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAG podcast at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of me for some strange reason, I am at <laughs> Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate, how about you? Chocolate about 80 everywhere. And Moose. Moosenstein8314, all places. Alrighty. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. See ya. Later. thing about these football dad jokes is that you can insert any team name yeah. to make them yep. funny so i'm gonna go with my home time new york home team new york giants what do the new york giants and possums have in common joke jacker go ahead both play dead at home and get killed on the road oh. sorry i stole your joke yeah i was gonna use that one but that's okay um what's the difference between a new england patriots fan and a carp <laughs> One is a bottom feeding some scum sucker, and the other one's a fish. <laughs> oh, it's chaotic stone chats. <laughs> I'm not going to go with a football joke. I'm going to go with an English joke. All right. What what starts with T, ends with T, and is full of T.
don't know. Oh, a teapot. Yeah, it sure is. That's a fun one. <laughs> That's how you guys do humor over there, huh? It's a fun one. <laughs> what happened uh, to the joke that Daniel Jones told his receivers? I don't know. I never got it. <laughs> I mean, that's a good answer. It went over their heads. <laughs> there you uh, go. All right, well, so this one's going to get us banned from everywhere. So oh, jeez. No. No. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I don't even know how to stop it from happening. Yeah, you can't stop it. It's coming. Um, What do...